בשם השם נעשה ונצליח פרקי אבות which is such a treasure trove the gross says that all of the ethical guidance somehow is hinted in the Pirkei Avot. So today we're going to talk about the chapter 4 of the Pirkei Avot. Mishnah 4. 4-4. Four, four. Rabbi Leviatas, Rabbi Leviatas says, from Yavne says, Me'od me'od haveshafel ruach. One must be very, very humble. Shetikvat enoshrima, because the ultimate tikva, which is hope of a person, is to become worms. So here, I saw such a beautiful A plus idea from the Chavetz Chaim. He says, "What's the idea that what? Why would anybody hope?" The tikva means hope. Why would anybody hope to become his body to decompose and become maggots and worms? So he says, the Chavetz Chaim says a fascinating thing that's talked about in the Gemara Shabbat. Kuf Nun Gimel, 143, side A. It says that the neshama of a person cannot totally get attached to God. The fascinating Gemara your soul cannot get totally attached to God till your body decomposes. And that takes at least 20, uh, that takes 12 months. Which means your soul cannot totally be at peace unless your body totally decomposes, which on average takes 12 months. And this is what the, the Chafetz Chaim explains so gloriously and wonderfully that how could you, one, once you're alive, boast and be fantasized and narcissistically totally um, preoccupied and focused on yourself your body, your looks, your money but he says that the truth of the matter is your soul after you pass away is hoping even before 12 months that the body decays so it could become totally attached to its creator which is the greatest of all pleasures any other pleasure in the world is zero zilch not even minor leagues compared to this and the Gemara in Sotah tells us a terribly scary thing somebody that is haughty egotistic the Gemara Sotah page hey says God says, God says, me and him cannot live in the same world. And it's even more scarier. It says, such a person that is full of himself and so self-centered that he thinks, God forbid, he himself is God. He says that he's not going to, when God resurrects the dead, when there's techiyat metim, he won't get, get up. So he says that's why a person has to be very, very careful and meticulous to break down his uh, ego as much as possible. The Grazal parenthetically says that the reason why it's so... We have to be very, very, me'od, me'od. We seldomly find that language of very, very in Chazal and the Torah is because in the... uh, 
first chapter of Devarim, it says, Once you have Gaiba, you forget God. Once you forget God, it's a lost cause. And even the king has to always be careful. As it says in chapter 17 in Devarim, Even if you're the king and you're the master of everybody, you do not have any permission to be um, snobby and egotistic. And that's why actually the great all kings have to come from the blood of King David, which was the ultimate. And Ravavadya just brings a beautiful idea here that ultimately we have to understand that the... um, Humility is the hallmark, is the greatest of all attributes. There's many great attributes to be a giver, to be patient. Actually, Rav Volbi brings that patience is a subcategory of humility. But um, we have to understand that the, um, the, the greatest reason God picked the Jewish people, the Gemara in Chulin, Page 89, Peytet says, Hashem, it says, God says, I did not pick the Jewish nation because you guys were the most numerous. We Jews are the smallest religion in the world. God says, You guys are the least people. But the Gemara learns that no, not that we Jews are few in number, but homilytically the Gemara explains we Jews always belittle ourselves we're humble that's why God loved us and chose us and it says that's why God so much desires us and wants us God gave greatness to Avram the Gemara there says he said I'm dust I'm ashes and dust to Moshe and Aaron he gave it uh, to David to, to Moshe and Aaron he gave it and they said what are we? we're nothing to David he gave greatness he says I'm a worm I'm not even a person but the Goyim it's to the contrary to Nimrod he gave greatness he said I want to kick God out of the world I'm going to create the Tower of Babel to Paro he gave greatness he said when Moshe comes to him he says who's God? I don't need God I don't know God that I should listen to him. Tenuvachadnezar, the king of Babylon, he gave greatness. He said, I'm going to go to the clouds and I'm going to become a god myself. To Hiram, the king of Sur, he gave greatness. And he said, Moshe Velukim Yashafti Belev Yamim. He said, I'm going to challenge God in the heart of the oceans. And the Gemara over there parenthetically says that three people expressed a language of humility Avraham and uh, David and Moshe and Aaron but the Gemara says what's said about Moshe and Aaron what are we is the greatest so my Rosh Yeshiva Zatzal, I'll never forget it Rav Weinberg said the greatest level a person could get to is that deep realization to realize that we human beings are a mere us mere mortals are zero we're just the thought of God we only exist because he exists we are nothing we can become nothing without him all the credit goes to him so why are you so self-centered and narcissistic and egotistic and that's the ultimate level of Moshe 
where an Aharon also got to that level where they realized that mankind has no existence because of his own. It's only because God exists and gives us energy and power that we're able to exist. Avram and David, as, as lofty as they were, they still had a little bit source of existence. But the highest level, Rav Dessler also talks about is because you understand a person's characteristics and thought process to how he expresses. So may Hashem help us to realize that actually we should always be striving to be more and more humble. We should have zero ego. And the ultimate thing is to realize that us mere mortals were just the figure of God's imagination. We really don't exist. The only reason we exist is because He exists. Hatzlacha and have a wonderful Shabbat.